Welcome to the Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez. We are here back on another beautiful night uh, via Skype. Uh, You're sounding low energy right now. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up, baby. You're three hours back in time for me. You're <laughs> low energy. You're killing me. I'll bring it up, baby. All right, let's go. And of that that sultry voice, that silky, silk, sexy voice, is my man Chris Zero Cool Tucker. What is up, sir? How's it going, man? How you doing? Hey, sorry, Chris is in the middle of eating his pepper jack cheese. Yeah, eating a piece of pepper jack is a uh, fantastic snack. Pepper jack, love pepper jack. <laughs> Freddy, it's How you doing, bro? Fan. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I got. Uh, now that we talked for 20 up, minutes, why don't, you, why don't you lie to everybody about fatherhood? <laughs> Amazing. I mean, every day I wake up where it's sunshine and rainbows, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the day is better than the last. And hey. you know, I'm just, I'm just thankful for every every day I get. That that one is actually true, but. Yeah. <laughs> So you might not have wanted to include that part. You know, fatherhood is great, man. Um, I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, it's hard. It's it's really really hard. Harder than I thought it would be. Uh, but she's just literally a, a bag of bones and and meat. And we were talking earlier. It's like it's just you just have to make sure they stay alive. What's so just... hard about it? Like what what <laughs> what do you can when you say it's hard? What do you mean? I, I think you I think you nailed it perfectly when you said the like a newborn is basically raising a tamagotchi. Where yeah, you have to fucking feed, annoying. You just have to feed them and clean their poop. Uh, if you don't, they would literally die. They're like every Pokemon they can't, they can't take care of whose first version you can't really use, but you got to figure out how to evolve it out of that anyway. It's like a, like, just, a like a rat tatter. Yeah, it's like you want to. What is it? Pidgeot? Pidgeot? Pidgey? But you got to use that like shitty original bird. Yeah, you got to. Got, but you have to. It's the only gotta, way to get. You got to quote get unquote. To kill a bunch of them to you know raise your experience points hey man it's, it's an allegory for the man <laughs> i don't know how i think something like pokemon is an allegory to like slavery uh yeah well i mean they they show you all these pokemon that like have you know like i don't know they have, like, like a consciousness yeah i was gonna say a soul but that's not right but they have like a consciousness like there's there it's not just this like dumb animal yeah it's they actually a, feel you know, and think and they have, yeah their family emotions like gang man imagine you grabbed they did it's the leader of the squirrel gang like you grabbed the leader of the squirrel gang it was just like nah man you're gonna go in a ball by yourself and you're sit mine in my pocket now. all day yeah yeah you're mine now until i need you to fight one of your friends i need you to fight something that's like me or like you that's controlled by somebody else that's when you get to come out. Mm-hmm. And if you lose, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. You go back in the ball and I use you less. So you stay alone <laughs> longer. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to make you fight until you black out from, from being uh, overtaken by some bigger, stronger oh. Pokemon. And Hey, I'm going to touch you with the stone and force you to evolve. Cause yeah. you don't get to be you anymore. Cause I need you to fight better. That's Pokemon, you, man. I need you to learn a new move, bro. Yeah. I need, I need this move done relatively quickly. Cause this gym leader, sorry, I, I don't know if I told you in this scenario, I'm 10 years old and my mother just let me, you know, walk out in the forest. Like, bruh, Ash Ketchum is, bruh, it's, it's, it's over for you, kid. Has it even, even so, isn't he been like 13 for the last like 20 years? Uh, no, nah, yeah, I, I'm sure he aged. I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Ed, I'm not up on the Pokemon. I don't, I don't know the latest and greatest. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's doing all right. I'm sure he's fine. He, he just he just became a Pokemon master, I think. 
after 20 years? Well, I think he, he won, he beat the, like, I think he beat the setup. Like, you know, you progress from the gym leaders to this thing. It's like a pyramid scheme yeah. Pokemon. But I think he finally got to the top of that, but he still like, he didn't catch most of them. He, he, it's like a small fraction of them. Again, it's a lot to expect from a 10 year old kid whose mother is just like, get the fuck out. It's time for me to party and call me once a week. Like it's, it's expecting a lot from that kid, but you know, Hey, they're raising their kids the right way. We're worried no, about they're, feelings. They're, and they're shit. just different, you know, in the, in the Pokemon world. Hey, hey look, they're, they're telling their kids early. I expect great and big things from you mm-hmm. over here. We're like, Oh, you know, you just feel your feelings, do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. We're not, we're not prepared for the be- war. You have to believe. You just got to believe you got to manifest it. Where's your, manifest where's your, it all where's your dream out. board? Oh, I don't, I don't have a dream board. I have to be effective so, so that things get done or they won't get done. You're like, I have bills. I can't, I don't, I don't yeah. have a dream board. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I have, I have a child. I have children. Like yeah. if, if I, I, if I spend my time dreaming, we're fucked. I have to pay rent, sir. I can't, I can't yeah. have a dream board. I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know, Hey man, you do you. What's what's been going Why on? Why did this you, turn sir? into a gripe fest? What's, 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 it sounds like we're. I'm not in a bad mood. This sounds like we're bitching. No, come on, us. We would never. Um, I'm I'm good, man. You know, overall, I'm pretty good. You know, work is <clears throat> work is challenging. I mean, we were talking about it before before we started recording. It's always hard to complain because you know, for anybody who's listened to this, like Carlos, still still listens. He's been listening from fucking week one. Like I worked at Sprint, which is a massive ripoff corporation. And, and that's not really saying anything about Sprint. It's phone sales in general. Like they're trying to fuck every single one of you. Um, it's been so long that there's no longer a Sprint. Yeah. Although I'm still, on, I still get like, I still have to like pay the bill on Sprint. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, they haven't um, switched you over yet? But I get, I don't know. They're I don't know. I'm still in the now. Sprint app. Yeah. I don't, I, I, who gives a shit? Um, but I worked for, I worked for sprint and they're like legitimate ripoff artists. And then I worked for whole foods, which is like terrible. Like if you shop at whole foods, I can guarantee you right now, 80% minimum of the people who work there fucking detest you. And there's nothing you could do about it. Every person that like, you think you're cool with where you're like, Hey Jason. And Jason's like, Oh, Hey, nice to see you again. The moment you turn the corner, that dude's like, Oh, I can't fucking stand that guy. Everybody hates you. And it's not you. It's every person who shops there. You just happen to be someone who shops there. I worked at Whole Foods. That was difficult. My current job, like I dig that one, man. Like it's 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 hard to complain. But I again, I play with computers all day, so if, if I don't have to like deal with a Whole Foods shopper, so like it's tough to have a bad day because those people are the worst. Like if you shop there, I'm talking about you. But those people are awful. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to have a bad day when when dudes are out there like working in quarries. Yeah, and like you know, doing Bro, my boss, my work. boss and I were talking today, and he's like, "Well, you know, it's hard." And I was like, "Well, it's not hard. It's a it's a matter of selecting." Pre- you know, we were talking about a, a a moving decision that Erica and I are making, and he was like, "Well, you know, it's hard." And I was like, "Well, it's not. It's not hard. Like, hard is finding out your child just got drafted to World War II. Like, that's hard. This isn't hard." You know, hard is like, I got to determine whether I feed my kid or I pay rent. Like that's hard. This is, this is, you know, we've gone through a lot to position ourselves to, to, to be able to make choices and selections that make us happier, not just surviving. Like that's, it's a matter of discussing preference. It's not hard. Like let's, let's relax on hard. It's not great. It might be uncomfortable, but it's not hard. 
I just, yeah. I try to keep focus of what hard has been in my life. It ain't hard. Yeah. Like I've made a spreadsheet today. Like, Oh yeah. I had a, I had a bad day. Like, no, come yeah. on. Man. I, sat, I sat on my ass all day, basically. Well, one of my I worst days was one of my worst days was I've misconfigured. We got this new server and I misconfigured this server and, uh, and it didn't work. And then I came in the next day and I configured it properly and then it worked. And that's been like one of the worst experiences that I've had at my job. It didn't matter. Like I figured out, I figured out that morning how to do it properly and did it properly. Like I've had, I've had stressful days. I've had like, what do they call it? Death by a thousand cuts where you have like a bunch of tiny things that you're like, ah, oh, you know, you get overwhelmed, but then you're like, but also like, I'm not a cancer doctor. Like if I fuck up, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It matters a little bit and you know, I need to fix whatever the problem is, but like, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a surgeon. <laughs> like <laughs> how important is the shit that I'm doing? Come on. Yeah, it's, you're it's, not, you're not nicking someone's like aorta or like, yeah, you know. I, I, I fix computers, man. Like, come on. My life is great. Yeah. It's not that bad. And also anybody like, I'm not shitting on anyone's <laughs> job. I've worked a lot of shitty jobs. I'm just saying those are my, I'm, I'm shitting on the people who spend money at the shitty jobs that I have. I, it's those people that I don't like, and but then, if you had a job and, that's similar to the ones I have, we're good. And they're like, why aren't they happy? Like, I don't know. Cause you're here. Yeah. You're bothering them. It'd, it'd be a great job if there weren't, if the customers would stop coming in. Tucker, you know, we're not great at, right? What are we not great at? Fantasy league. We are yeah, not a strong start. We are, we are awful. Um, Thank you all for who have uh, joined our fantasy league. Um, if you still have time, and it's only you know what's what's this week three now, um, mm-hmm. so you still Two have time us, to join in. Yeah. Uh, you can you can more than likely probably catch me and Tucker within a week. Uh, so yeah, uh, I want to give you the top five. I like to do this. I like to give the top fives every week. I like uh, it. So number one, or should, let me go five to one. It's like Ed, Ed, Ed. It's like the show is back. You're doing, you got weekly content going on. Hey, man, you know, what's up, dude? Right, uh, Ed, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was over. I thought it was done. Like like a zombie rise from the dead, baby. Hey, always back. Uh, number five, we have Upland 87 uh, with 154 points. Uh, we have Nick Nazgul. I don't know what that is. Uh, with 155 points. This one sounds like a gang name, KR eight one eight. Oh uh, yeah, that's a Korean mafia gang. They're like throwing up, you know. They're doing ninjutsu's and stuff. KR eight one eight eight one eight with the one hundred sixty eight points. Uh, this one, great team name. Hey Ricky, you're so fine. Uh, with one hundred seventy four points. Great name, solid and name. And sitting at first place right now is Mermaid United at one seventy eight. Uh, wow. So let's go all. Let's, let's just Where you and I at? all the way down. Uh, I am currently twenty first with okay. uh, one hundred and eight points, and Tucker is sitting in a nice twenty fifth with ninety three points. So you're not that too. You're not too far. Behind. All right, within shouting distance. I'm. I'm. I, I just got to stay within a good week. Yeah, I mean, you have one good week, and and you know, you're definitely gonna put place over us. So that's okay. fine. Yeah. Uh, if you still plenty of time, if you would like to join. Uh, the league code would be ACPSPD6H. And again, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, so you don't have to remember that or go back and whatever. But yeah, so Chris, we're we're doing we're doing pretty, pretty damn bad in the fantasy league. But there's hey, still time to turn it around. That's what's important. Yeah, you know what? Hey man, you know what? It's it's early. Um 
I would say, you know, we can turn it around and we'll see though. We'll we'll see. I don't know if it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it. I, I actually did pretty pretty good last year. I think I was in top ten, but I, I don't remember exactly exactly, but yeah, not looking, not looking <laughs> I good. think I did really good. I'm not sure. I don't really remember it, but well, fairly I remember, certain I did. I remember really I did good. fairly well last year. I think I was like top ten, maybe top fifteen. So I mean I have I have zero recollection where I finished in MLS fantasy last year. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of it all kind of blurs in together at one point. I would imagine I finished about week eighteen. That's about when I finished. <laughs> and stopped giving a crap. And just stopped updating it. Yeah, mine's usually I usually stop at like a week four. Week four or five, and I'm like, yeah, this is. I'm, I, no, I'll get, I'll get into it this year. I'm trying to watch more MLS now that you know the whole Apple TV how, deal. How will you be able to when all the games are at the same time? Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know what's weird? What's stranger to me is like people defend that. Like, well, you know, it's for the casual fan. I'm like, well, it's Major League Soccer on behind the paywall of Apple TV. Like, how many casual <laughs> fans are watching this? Wouldn't you kind of want to have where like they have a, a game every two hours and that way? Anyone who can jump in can watch a game. Friday night should have a game. Sunday should have probably two or three games. You play the majority of them on Saturday, and you have a Monday night football every week. Uh, that Done. Monday would be would be tough. Why? Because you're, you're trying to go against football, man. Hey, you're work. behind a paywall. You're behind an Apple TV paywall. You're not going against anyone. You're pulling. Yeah, I, I think you're pulling. You'd pull away fans from that stuff, man yeah for, we'll pull i guess we'll lose some of the millions of people watching st louis versus charlotte on a monday night oh yeah oh no they're they're hopping over to the nfl <laughs> yeah well you know i imagine people who would be willing to watch st louis versus charlotte don't really care about the nfl maybe much. maybe they're not so much uh football uh, nfl football fans I think of a lot of diehard NFL fans that are like, yeah, I absolutely have Apple TV and I've paid for the MLS plan. What? That pussy communist sport f- soccer? I mean, I ain't watch who that. You, like, who, are you, who could possibly be distracted to, I mean, unless it's just people who, I mean, you're banking on everyone who, who got the T-Mobile deal to be like, yeah, I watch every Major League Soccer match available. I love Saturdays. So Saturdays, I get to stroll through 11 Major League Soccer matches because I'm a casual fan, and that's what I do. Like, it doesn't make sense. I would spread it and get get your casual MLS fan watching more teams and on days that they expect to watch Major League Soccer, like a Friday night, a Monday night, you know, uh, uh, three, five, seven on Sunday, and yeah. then pack all the other games on Saturday. I mean, you know, just being like a soccer fan, like, I don't know me, like, I'll wake up and be like, hey, what's on? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to specifically watch. I do it every day of my life. Yeah. I wake up, I open foot mob, I see who's playing today. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll try to keep an eye on that. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Spread it out. Let's spread get it out. Sp- spread it, baby. Let's spread it out. Uh, Appreciate that. <laughs> literally. So last time we recorded, uh, there were rumors of a, of a new uh, right back that we we're going to sign from, uh, from Fluminense, uh, Fluminense. Lucas Caligari. I'm assuming is that you might have. But, that sounds right. That sounds good enough. Uh, I mean, and I think that's good enough. Yeah, I think the day after uh, it was official. Uh, that so right. good timing on our parts, as, as usual. As always. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it seems like a, a pretty decent uh, pickup for the Galaxy. Uh, you know, young, yeah. 20 year, I think just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Um, like the like the day that we signed him, I think it was his birthday. Day or day after, somehow, yeah. Uh, you know, part of the U twenty three, U twenty two, U twenty two. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, signings, 
and we'll get into that because <laughs> that's a whole thing with with um, it's not that confusing <laughs> with the, it's really well, not that confusing we should we should really get josh on here so he can explain it to us uh oh i got you don't worry baby <laughs> yeah i got you uh but it seems like a, like a good a good signing um has has a, a bunch of caps for fluminense already uh, at such a young age which is which is pretty promising um we'll see do you think we're gonna get the whole uh samba and like girls in feathers video package for him like like the costa stuff or i don't know we're still we're, i mean the galaxy clearly are still very uh what is it ethnocentric they're still very very much interested in where people are born and where the grandparents are from so are we gonna get i would imagine joga Benita. i would imagine um what is it uh there was a write-up in the athletic by a guy named elias burke he, he covers the similarities between lucas Cali- caligari caligari how are we pronouncing it Sure. I'm sure you just go by Lucas anyways. Good old Lucas. No, he actually goes by, by just the last name mostly. Um, so we're gonna have to learn it at some point. Uh, we'll just call him Caligiri. It's it's, that's a thing. Every time I see his name, I'm like, Oh, it's fucking Dan, Dan Caligari. It's just, it's destiny resurrected. It's Um, destiny. But yeah, he's, it seems like we're going to get more, uh, attacking flavor out of him and a bit more, uh, he, I guess he's better at winning the ball statistically than Julian was. Um, but his ball retention is kind of a problem. So it's like he he'll defend well and win the ball well, but then you kind of want to take it off of him. Uh, but he covers this guy Elias Burke covers in the article part of the issue with his statistical numbers from a defensive standpoint might be the style of play that Fluminense was using uh, a lot of quick counter attacks, not really trying to hold the ball or possess it too much. So from that standpoint, you know, if given that Greg seems to like playing possession heavy soccer. Um, I don't know. We might see this guy's numbers end up changing in a way that's that's more similar to Julian defensively, or, or, or even just in general, uh, more productive than he is on the defensive end. And then attacking, he seems like a great passer. The ball uh, breaks the line and passing a lot, so could could end up being a really really good positive. Uh, I don't know, filling filling Julian's spot maybe, but more an alternative in how he plays. And and I don't know, it'll be exciting. It's going to be an exciting player for sure. Yeah, finally you're seeing some um, some like young guys come in instead of mm-hmm. like these these dudes who, uh, you know, maybe closer to their their ends and than the beginnings. But I like it. I like Paul was young. Yeah, that Breezy was true. young. That is true. That is true. Uh, let's we don't have to talk about him anymore, man. I mean, he's, he's gone. The night, that the upside, one, of the, one of the upsides to this this Lucas guy, like he can play left back, center mid, D mid, right wing, and right back. Um, Versatile. Yeah, he, he, he specifically at left back. I mean, which I thought was pretty interesting because you could end up, you know, obviously seeing a change there pretty soon. Um, but got assists for Fluminense from from left back, like very versatile players. I think he's gonna end up being a really good addition. I hope. Um, Maybe we sell them on in a couple of years. You know, who knows? Yeah. And then uh, I think it came out today or, or yesterday that. Uh, you got to try this Pepper Jack, man. Man, yeah, this Pepper Jack, good. Pepper Jack be good, man. Pepper Jack, gorgeous. <laughs> That's my new name. Going by Pepper Jack. Chris, Pepper Jack, Tucker. Podcaster named Pepper Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think it came out. Um, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm not going to, I don't have the source, but or the person who put this out there, but uh, Greg mentioned that. It could be it could be looking like he's going to be with the galaxy within a couple of days. So, um, I think you know, that was with uh, the striker news. The striker, thank you very much. Yeah, 
Um, so, you know, maybe not, not for this weekend, but maybe for the next, uh, for the next, uh, next game, we can, we can maybe see him get a couple minutes or he can possibly start seeing how, if he's fit or not. So exciting, man. I'm excited about that. Some, some, yeah. some signings. Um, Always nice. Yeah. Got to get it done. April wish, was it April 24th coming fast. Yeah. You wish these things, these signings were, um, happen a little sooner. Uh, you know, maybe before. And how could starts? they possibly have known? How could they possibly they know. have known yeah. when the season was going to start? No, I mean, how, how could they? they or that have... they wouldn't be able to sign people in the summer. Yeah, how could they know? I don't know. Just we'll take our time. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. if he if he ends up being really good, like you're you know you're willing to take the time, you're willing to wait. If he ends up being a quality player, look look at Julian. We waited on him. It took over a week to get him to Galaxy Two after he signed with the academy. Right. And then it took two whole games to get him to the first team. Like. You got to be willing to wait for greatness. Yeah, I mean it's patience as well as the key. I think. Also, you know? wait on Efrain, so why not? <laughs> why not wait just a couple more days? Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. And so following that, uh, you know, because we were uh, we we alluded to a little bit, but um, our man, our man Ricky, Ooh, Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky Pooch is uh, now a designated player, no longer a tan player. Uh, so he's got his his uh, taste tag uh, upgraded to that DP. Mm-hmm. So we this was kind of like a whole like thing. Like everyone was kind of wondering, like, well, okay, well, what does that mean? Because everyone, you know, was kind of assuming that the signing had to be a a, a young DP. Mm-hmm. And it comes to come to find out that MLS and their MLS rules, man, they uh, it was stated. It was there very clearly. No, 2022 I, rules. Look, hey, last year's look, rules. Um, I again, you got to give you got to give credit where the it's due, right? Mm-hmm. We got we got we got to badmouth the team when they when they make corporate decisions, and you gotta you gotta give it to them when when they can pull off something like this. So, right time, right moment, when mm-hmm. they can make Ricky a designated player and still keep the the under twenty two players. I mean, I think that's yeah. I think it's it's, it's a pretty smart move. <clears throat> It was. It's the second rule of of um, of the U twenty two initiative. It says uh, if the third designated player is age twenty four or older, and is at or below the maximum targeted allocation money amount of one million six hundred twelve thousand five hundred dollars, the club will still have all three U twenty two slots. Ricky fits that this year. He's he's uh, he's twenty four the year. As of this year, for for Major League Soccer, his birthday was, I think, last August. Um, and so he counts for for this year. Like for this year, it works. Next year, that's the thing that I don't know. I don't know if he gets if we if we're grandfathered into the qualification, or if next year he'll get thrown off of it. Because by for next year, when he'll be twenty five, um, and he won't fit in this category anymore, we go back to one U twenty two spot. So I I don't. I'm assuming we we shuffle Efrain off. I don't I don't know, but I as of right I mean as of right now we're we're compliant, but as of as of next year is going to be the bigger issue. So yeah, big ups to him for for getting it right. I would imagine it was part of it was a part of thinking in getting Ricky to begin with that he's an option for for filling that slot. Um, I don't know if they, I don't I, I don't know if they thought that far ahead. It's a pretty vague rule. Like it's it's a pretty vague rule. You you would have to imagine they. So do was, you think it was part of the thinking? He's essentially think, a Zlatan, where you you max Tam him, right? And then you move him to DP. The difference is 
he's not allowed to make more money than he was making on his max dam deal. My my thing is though is you know were they putting their bets that Cabral wasn't going to pan out? Because uh, no, no, yeah. no, I don't think that's so. what I mean. So I don't think they went into thinking like we're going to make Ricky a DP within that rule. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You might be right there. So I, I don't I know. Think, I, th- I mean, I I, don't I think, think they kind of lucked into out. it, or or maybe someone you know went back and like re- was like reading the rules and like oh hey, hey there's great, this thing by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like, hey, there's this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. Which seems more plausible to the galaxy. It was like they just stumbled onto it. They tripped and fell into success. So the question really is like, why would you do it? Why would you move them to DP if you don't need to? Right. I Um, imagine. I imagine they're opening up that that target allocation money spot. Yeah, I think there's there's a couple of reasons why. Right. Like one, if you want to be the cynical. The cynical version of it is maybe they couldn't find. Who, who are you talking to? Right, I mean, who, not who us. Who you talking to? Not us. Not Galaxy fans. No, no, no. We're we're not a cynical, we're not a cynical bunch. Um, but you you play the cynical card and you're like, oh, they couldn't find another young DP. So they were like, okay, scrambling. Let's let's try to make this you know, make this happen. Uh, or two, like, hey, they again. We'll give them credit. They found a, a rule where, like, hey, this will benefit us, and then get rid of a certain other DP. And now you have. Well, I mean, you can't really sign anyone in the summer, so I mean, that that doesn't seem like it makes sense. But you can get you can still get rid of him now, and then you have until what, you could say April twenty fourth is when we can sign players. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the twenty fourth. So you have a whole another month and a half, month and month and you know three weeks. Where you can buy out the contract of, of Diego Costa, Douglas Costa, excuse me, um, and bring in another DP player who, you know, hopefully will help the team and not fake injuries and go on vacation. <laughs> well, look, we are, are you accusing him of, of some malfeasance here? Ed? I mean, come on, man. Either, either, either he's he's really made of of, of brittle. Or it's just like uh, he's 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 done playing. He just wants to go party on a yacht and take take photos, take uh, his his glamour shots in the woods or whatever he was doing recently. Well, I don't think he's done playing. I mean, he's he, he, talking about Douglas. I don't think he's done playing. I mean, he certainly seems to be trying Douglas. to Douglas uh, trying to get himself transferred to somewhere that would be willing to take him the problem is and you know we talked about it when he got signed we talked about it his entire time here the problem is where is he going to find someone who's willing to pay him what we pay him we were the only that's not going to happen yeah we're the only idiots who were willing to pay him that much yeah we're the only people who are willing to pay you know four million dollars to a guy who's in the second division of 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 brazil but you know klein in so Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you um to to the i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting bought out um but I, I start to want i start to think like well who who's the guy who's the person and then do you do you sign ricky as a third oh now my wheels are spinning do you sign ricky as a third designated player to that spot before you buy out costa because in the rule your third designated player has to be someone who's coming over from that max tam spot so it's the reason you haven't bought douglas coast out yet because you needed to get ricky in as your third dp 
to get your third U22 spot so you could sign this Lucas Cal Caligari guy. Interesting. Anyway, um, I think the reason I think, I mean, it's just my opinion. I think the reason you sign Ricky to that, that DP spot is to open up his, uh, the tam bunny that he was, he was being paid on his max deal. Yeah. That's you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Have Ricky like drops one... to. Okay. Well, Ricky drops to the 500 and I think it's 530, $580,000 a year designated player uh, cap hit instead of the 1.6 million he was at prior on his max tam deal. So it's, it's um, we've even cleared up a little bit of money to, to try to make some more moves, fit some of these other guys in that Greg's looking at. So it's like, you could end up doing one guy at 1.6 or you could try to split it and get two guys at, at grand seer level money, 800, $800,000 range. Um, but free, if instead of signing one big guy to fill that spot and, Maybe you couldn't get someone who who works in a time frame that you want, or you know wants a contract that's going to work for you, and you're making a smart long term move. You just move Ricky to that spot and say, "Well, we'll go get two guys who work at a contract that makes sense, that uh, is beneficial for us, and then we you know kind of maintain Ricky where he's at." I think that's the move. Yeah, because even even uh, even Vanny was was mentioning that there's still a couple of moves that are that are in the works. I think they're hoping for two or three more. So I mean I think you I think you're uh, definitely still looking on some guys to, to make the move over. So we'll see, man. I mean, it's, it's, a, good, it's, a, it's a good if 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 it's for signing two guys at at that 800k range. It's a great move. It's a shame that it's not being filled with like you know a big star. But you essentially got away with that with Ricky last year as a maxed hand because the guy is clearly designated designated player level in Major League Soccer. Um, but if, if if it's a strategic move to kind of free up some funds, it, it could end up being really good. As always, you have to kind of wait and see what they do with it. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know. I don't know if too much. Uh, if there's too much confidence, or if there's too much. Uh, there's any built up uh, confidence in this. Oh, it's a grand. It's a grand seer. Like yeah, it's it's not. It's 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 not. It's a grand seer in a in a revolution. So it's not a. It it could be very helpful, but it it, it could get Sorry, wasted. You want to see a cat pop in here now. Scared the fuck out of me, bro. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was like, "Oh no, Ed's, bro, we're watching The Last of Us." So I was like, "Ed's getting ready to get fucking clickered." <laughs> <laughs> you watching that shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good, bro. You're fucking with my my setup here, dude. You talking to the cat? Yeah. And you get my sp- and you get my spray. Oh, do I have my spray bottle? Get away! Fucking me up, kitty. Get away. You spray bottle in the cat, man? Yeah, man. That's how you teach him lessons. Go. She's trying to love you. So he don't jump on the counters and stuff. Awful. You're it's supposed to talk to it's him. Water. <laughs> they don't, it's just water. It's abuse. It's just water. <laughs> I, can't, oh, man. I just spray him in the face. What? What? What's, what's the harm in that? Well, yeah, I mean. What are you talking about? It's a good weekend. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled now that people can say I'm abusing my cat. <laughs> Everybody knows they wouldn't even know you collect you hoard so many goddamn animals. They wouldn't even know which one you did it to. It's it's two cats and a dog. It's not so many. That's a lot. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one cat too many. I, I would say that one that you're spraying in the face. No, that one's a cool one. The other one is kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, too many animals, bro. Yeah, too many mouths to feed. I got a baby now, Chris. <laughs> Hey, bro. Needles don't matter anymore. 
I told you. I told you you knock all that fur baby shit off. <laughs> you knock all that shit off as soon as you have a kid. Well, the one I would say that to, to annoy you guys, but yeah. Yeah, it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to back to the uh, to the Ricky um, Ricky stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a smart move. Um, we're seeing maybe perhaps someone who is uh, not working as the soccer side of things as of right now, having someone who actually is making those decisions that maybe uh, knows what they're doing or has an idea, a clear idea of what they want to build. Uh, maybe that's the reason why we're signing these, these players. So I don't know. Hey, hey that guy signed Grant's That guy signed Cabral. Like let's, let's everybody relax. But I, again, he, who's I love, making those I, shots? I, Ed, I like Greg. I want him to succeed. That's the thing. Who, who I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. How am I supposed to know? You don't know. Nobody knows what anybody does. So yeah. who, who do you, <laughs> all do I know is if it's a grunt, if it's a, a Vanny guy or it's a Klein yeah. guy or it's a Krosky guy. All I know is one person's not in the picture right now, quote unquote. Allegedly. 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 So. Come on. That guy's still in the he's still in the office. You tell me Greg doesn't go down the hall and be like, hey man, you know, I'm thinking about this guy. They're just like, oh no, the rules, the rules say that we can't. Let's we'll go, let's, say we let's, definitely can't talk about this, so we're not going to talk about it. Let's go on a let's go on a, on a walk. Let's go on a lunch break. Fuck out of here, man! Come on. Yeah, hey, I know. whatever. All right, sure and then work. the I uh, hope it works. <laughs> I other, hope it works. I don't know if, it, if that comes across well. Uh, the other news that came out is um, rumored to be uh, signing a left back from Lanús in Argentina, uh, a Julian Audi. Audi? I don't know how you pronounce that again. Day. Don't ask me. Day. It's French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19 years old, uh, turning 20 and actually in a couple of weeks. So um, basically a 20 year old by the time we would get him. Uh, left back from Lanus has played 54 times in all competitions for Lanus. Uh, also part of the Argentina U20s. Uh, seems like another young, um, young, exciting, uh, you know, defense uh, defender. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we all kind of uh, we'll talk about the game in a little bit, but we've all kind of been a little bit more asking questions of that position. Oh uh, yeah, it's over, bro. Yeah. So yeah. What do you think? What do you think of this of this uh, this rumor? First and foremost, I appreciate the young man fleeing Argentina out of fear that San Lorenzo was going to rise to the top of the table again. It's a good time to get out, young man. It's not a, a Argent Argentine football is dead for all other clubs. It's going to be a uh, the mighty club that is San Lorenzo going to ride this wave of success mm-hmm. for many years to come. I feel like in fifth uh, right now, San Lorenzo. Yeah. Now we're in second. Oh, second. Okay. I think we're in second on gold differential. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's a good season right now. Great time to get in. Uh, what's his name? Ruben, Ruben, uh, Dario and the head coach saved San Lorenzo. It's beautiful, man. Great time to get involved. And if you, if you don't have an Argentina team, I recommend San Lorenzo. And if you do, you're cool too, as long as you watch Argentine soccer. It's a good, it's a great league to watch. Crazy shit all the time. Tons of red cards. People fight every week. It's fantastic. It's just great, great league to watch. Um, yeah, I didn't do a ton of research on this guy, so I hope he's good. Uh, I haven't seen him play soccer, but you know he plays for Argentina, and how bad could he be? So he's yeah, got to be better than what we currently have. I don't so, have I don't have Fox Soccer Channel anymore, go. so I can't watch the. That still exists. No, I don't. I, I oh. think maybe. 
Fox Soccer Plus. Nah, well, first off, the Argentine League is on Paramount Plus. Oh, is it really? They stream. They stream. Yeah, they stream most games. I guess. And I, I watch San Lorenzo all the time. It makes me so happy. <laughs> it's so easy to find. Like I watch every game. They're the best. Kuz, you're the man. I watch. Uh, yeah, I watch uh, like most San Lorenzo games. Yeah, like every time they're televised, I watch their games. So well, it's, it's God's yeah. club, man. It is literally God's club. God's so, club. Uh, yeah, beautiful. This isn't going to turn into San Lorenzo talk, although it definitely can. Uh, I they need can, one person on to tell me they want to say, oh, Look, no, 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 no. Uh, we got some, we got some things to go. But what do you? Yes, yeah, so no, it's, it's a good year. It's a good year. Another, no, another listen. exciting signing potentially. Uh, the backline getting a little younger. Uh, potentially, what do you think is that? Potentially moving uh, in Edwards up to that left winger spot, or having him go on, you know, ride the bench a little bit, or what? What, what do you think comes of, mean, of the signing? Like off that Dallas game, off that Dallas game, homeboy could take a seat. Like, just take a break. Let's just let's just slow it down man it was interesting if anything right after the game when these links started coming out it was like oh that makes sense it's he he's he played like he may have just been told hey we're bringing in somebody in your position um and you know you're trying to show out and show how great you are because it was a lot of over committing and a lot of like getting involved in the attack and trying to show all your worth and shit like that uh which is great you know you wanted week to week but you're a defender first like take care of home your job is to take care of your first job as a defender is to stop goals from going in. I don't need you getting assists and, and taking shots. Like I need you to stop goals from going in. And you could argue two of them were directly his fault. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it's certainly time for a change. It seems like it's time for a change, and it's and a change is not Chase Gasper, which again, Greg signing a lot of fucking bodies. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like a real change is, is Chase Gasper. So I wouldn't be shocked. Maybe you bring Edwards into into midfield and you drop, what, Memo Rodriguez? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it, a lot of these, some of these moves still sound like very, um, just not the galaxy. Like yeah. you're still, you're still, you're still getting guys off of teams that where the team doesn't want them anymore. And not in the case of this 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 kid, this left back, this Argentine kid. He is again, as we said, fleeing the Argentine league to get away from soon to be champions. It Lorenzo. seems it seems very Colorado. Yeah, like you're grabbing, you're grabbing. I, I don't know. I don't cast like offs out, in the world. Outcasts or, or yeah, it's like a bad news bear situation where we're just like we're getting these 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 or what's that what's that football movie um, the, with the uh, ice box. Little giants, little giants, yeah. We have like a weird little giant situation where it's like, hey, I like everybody. You know, I like Memo Rodriguez. He seems great. I like Tyler. <laughs> These Boyd. little bands of misfits. He seems like a dickhead, but yeah, it's just like this little band of weird, semi cast offy misfits that we're just like amassing and bringing together. And like, so, uh, yeah, like, Boyd coming from nowhere in in from, from, Turkey. from Turkey, but it's it's so say we're moving Raheem Edwards into the midfield, like we're taking a Toronto. Which We're is taking his a Toronto LAFC position. guy. This is actual position. Clearly not a defender, but it, it's taking this like this guy off of Toronto and taking this guy off LAFC, like kind of kind of a journeyman, starting to get around a little bit. And there you're starting left wing. Like it wasn't really going to start for LAFC, and he's going to be your starting left wing. Or Memo Rodriguez, who wasn't starting in Houston, or Tyler Boyd, who wasn't starting in Turkey. Like any, it's this weird kind of cobbling together 
Um, and maybe that's what you're finally fixing with, with, you know, the, uh, the, the, the new right back, uh, Lucas Caligari and, and this it was Julian Ott or something, however you say the kid's name, maybe you're fi- starting to fix that by, by signing targets that you want that are, that are, I don't know, hopefully part of a long-term project, but it still seems like we're, we're this like weird cobbled together mass, um, like Edwards in general, seems like a decent person and and yeah maybe seems, at about, left wing. seems about the team man seems like he's seems he's really like he's bought in it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know maybe at left wing with less defensive work he can just focus on the attack like he got a good shot off this last week and good crack on the keeper i think that's kind of been um, his i think that's kind of been the uh argument against him since he, we started playing him at left back is that his attacking contributions definitely outweigh his defensive abilities I think that's yeah. been, and as a defender, you kind of want him to be the opposite of that a little bit, or at least a, a better balance of mm-hmm. being able to defend and also, you know, aid in the attack. But it's been, it's it's been. It's not good enough. Man. No, it's not been good. It's, it's really not, not been enough. good. And that, I mean, Dallas is kind of icing on the cake. Like it's your it's your first out. And look again, start of the season, man. Like everyone's kind of entitled to kind of have some shitty games, but. As a as a professional, like as a footballer, he knows all business that we do needs to be done early, and you can't be you can't highlight that your position is a position of question. Yeah, during that one time period where we need to go out and make signings to fill that position, if it's going to be a problem, and you, you know, you he was the the visual one of note that kind of left us out to dry in a couple situations. Team sport, team game, they all got scored on. They all played, you know, not great, but yeah, you can't really have that. So let's talk about it then. Uh, 3-1 loss to Dallas. Um, <sighs> opening goal from from Dejan, which was like a, a weird, like no one really under, knew if it was like an own goal or Dejan, but it's like, God, it's like. It was uh, a deflection off the keeper. Keeper made a save <clears throat> and it still bounced in. So I think originally they gave it as an own goal. But then they end up uh, end up pulling it back. Well, I mean, he got it on target. I mean, so technically, it was a mm-hmm. shot on goal. It was, it's, I mean, it's, it's the right call. It's, yeah. It was his goal. Yeah, uh, definitely his goal. Yeah, so even like the celebrations of the goal were, were kind of weird. I mean, they, I think Ricky ran to leered him. Like, like it was the World Cup winning goal. Uh, it was very strange. Might be the only one we get this year. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll talk too much shit. <laughs> uh, but it was very strange. But uh, yeah, um that first half was not bad. I, I think the team, mm-hmm. the same team actually looked pretty decent. Um, you know, looking at, looking pretty decent, especially the guys who, you know, you had memo in there. Um, you had uh, Dejan who wasn't getting too much of a, of, of a look at the ball. Um, Ricky being Ricky. Two touches. Ricky being Ricky and just um, maybe doing a little bit too much by himself, knowing that the guys around me probably won't get it done. Uh, so let me let me just try to do things. I think he had like six shots from outside the box or something like that, something crazy. Um, but I mean, decent. Like they're not not off. They're you know they're they're pretty pretty close to to hitting the frame or, or you know being on the frame. Um, okay, go go. Oh, Jesus, go ahead. My cat's fucking with me. Again. Too many animals, man. I told yeah, you. No, get down. Fuck him up, kitty. And um, yeah, I mean. Uh, I think I think honestly, man, Brugman is probably like the highlight of my of, of this team for me. 
Um, other than, I mean, obviously Ricky's like, a, and he still had a, he still had a bad fuck up. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but it happens. But you're a galaxy I mean, player. That's going to happen. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to fit in with the team, you know, team chemistry. Yeah. You got to be as bad as the other ones too. Uh, well, but his vision, man, like, I mean, it's just, you can tell he's on that next level with a lot of the, uh, with, you know, some of the players we have, um, you know, Ricky's on the Ricky's like, to Judd was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling the guy, the guy has vision. Um, and even even helping out in the attack, you know, the, he he seems he's he's been a little bit more dangerous, you know. So that first half was was good until what like literally the last thirty seconds of of the half. Forty six forty um, sixth minute, I think, kind of fell asleep. And you know, giving up that goal right at the end, it just kind of just really seemed like it changed. Because <clears throat> that yeah. knife, we could have made it to halftime. We could have just made it to halftime. It might have been a little different. Um, probably not, but it might have been a little different. Um, I, I, I thought they got distracted by the, the the nature of the goal, like the fact that it was like Edwards kind of fell asleep. Ariola got the inside on him, uh, and then it's crossed in, goes past two defenders, and then it's scored, and everybody's just like drop shoulders. Well, this is this is my this is my question, and I put it on our on our, our rundown. You know, did Vanny get it wrong? Uh, you know, did we see this 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 team who's playing this high line again, and they're not the fastest people. They're not the fastest. You clearly saw Leardum get beat on a number of occasions with just having a ball, you know, played behind him. Um, with Dallas having these young, fast attacking players, like why would you play such a high line? Why would why would you take that risk? And obviously seeing like a couple of those goals that that was really directly what caused those goals of, of playing these guys, you know, above or, or behind these defenders and, Mm-hmm. Just having their fast guys run onto him. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, part of it, you know, as bad as as you might think about Leardum, uh, at least two of the goals, maybe all three of the goals, came off of Dallas attacking down their right and our left side. Uh, Edwards, who is the speedier of our defenders, was the one that they were exploiting, just based on ability. Like Leardum had an issue with speed for sure. There was a moment where. Uh, Efrain's trying to press and he's he's looking back because Leardum is needs to press as well so it can be effective. But Leardum is so terrified of missing the runner taking off behind him that he doesn't he doesn't step up. You see Efrain kind of throw his hands in the air because he's like, Hey man, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing all this running, you know, where the fuck are you? But Leardum is 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 trying to go by the mantra of you know, your our first responsibility is to not let any goals in, and I'm aware that I'm going to get smoked. Uh, I, I I don't know. I look if you're if you're I, I like to look at it from a long term standpoint. Say Greg is has worked on a philosophy that's going to fit this Lucas Caligari guy, and that's the way that the team's going to play. And when he's in, then maybe it's not as much of a problem as it is with Kelvin Leardham. Um, you know, it, it, it might be harder to get those tactics across that you need to shift so drastically different week to week. But in general, I, I I think on the field we just weren't good enough. So yeah. it's, even the tactics being a problem, you know, mm-hmm. on the field they just weren't good enough. Yeah, speaking of, I think you had players. I, I think you still have you know pushing Efrain, and I know he's probably Efra train twenty twenty three baby. Yeah, it's still he's still the he's still Efra. I mean, it's not. He, you yeah, see, he's a grown man, Efren <clears throat> Alvarez. He is your longest tenured Galaxy player. He puts again, some respect on his name. You see glimpses. Oh yeah, but it's like you. This is what it's been for the last 
five years, you see glimpses of of a player who could be great if these, you know, not not even great, just good. Um, and you just see a lot of still decision making where he'll dribble into guys or dribble literally will dribble out of bounds at, at times, and just like that ball didn't go out. No, that ball was that great. One in the line, oh, that that ball did not oh, yeah. go out. Yeah, it did not go out. Respect. Yeah. Um, and you see, that's why it's just frustrating because you see that there's definitely a skilled player there. Mm-hmm. But had he been serious as a footballer in the last like four years, uh, I think I think it might be a different story. But I I don't know. I think he he certainly would have advanced further in a different environment that perhaps didn't pedestalize him so young and so early. If he was forced to to kind of work, not saying he hasn't worked that that's really unfair. But if he if he had more contemporaries that were skilled like he was at his age range around him. Uh, and he was just treated like another young player. I, I think he, he would probably develop into a much better player. Tell him not to have um, two kids by the age of 21. Hey, I, I, I'm, you know, look, he can afford them. So I'm not judging that. That's it. That's that man's business. Um, he can afford them kids, but you know, how you, how you I, got a, how you get a dad bod by the age of 22, man. Now, you know, Ain't nobody, no one on this podcast is judging any athlete in their body. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can come down from your high horse. Yeah, but it, it yeah, there's it's just I don't know. It, this I think this is the year too. Like it, this is kind of it. This will be the breaking point. And it's again super early, super early. Uh, Would have been two games in, and he probably was starting against LAFC. So super early still. But yeah, it just uh, I don't know it. A lot, bright, my... a lot of bright spots. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there were those moments. It's just I, I haven't really seen him put together a complete game. I think that's the issue. You've never seen him put together a full 90-minute package where you can point to and go, like, that's a great F Ryan Alvarez game. What do you think of uh what do you think of Tyler Boyd? He came in at the end. Uh he's kind a of, spicy little fuck. Yeah. Hey, he seems like I a like little that. firecracker. I like that. You got bite, man, right? Yeah, you got a little firecracker. But did you know, didn't and accomplish a great, great deal. Didn't have a lot of time to do it really, but yeah. Um, more interested. Was, I, think, to, I, think more, keep... I think I saw like one or two passes. He made and like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I like to see more of them. They all got time, man. You know, even, even talking yeah. about Ephraim, they all got time. Yeah. Edwards, saw... Edwards will have an opportunity. Even if this kid comes in and takes a spot right away, like Edwards is still going to get an opportunity. It's just not going to be, um, you know, it's, it, there's, there's five subs, Every a, a lot of these guys are going to get a chance to play. And there's like there's like 50, 50 games this year, or whatever it is. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> Bro, I got to tell you, you look like you're not sleeping. Oh uh, well, I don't I don't want to put my glasses on because you just get the glare. Yeah, and, and I, I hate that look. So I just yeah. took the glasses off. Okay, I just mean like I'm talking about the suitcase. Oh, oh no, that's how that that's that's before baby dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's before. So if well if well. If we put the video out, you guys can see my my bags and my hands. But that's yeah, that was before, baby. Okay, I can I tell you something? Yeah. As weird as it's gonna sound, I've been looking in your eyes on Zoom for a long time. I'm telling rel- that degree is relatively new. No, I'm telling you, man. Like, because okay. I've never been, I've never been a good sleeper. Like, I'm, I've always been someone who woke up like. <laughs> you better fix that shit now. For I'd always wake up like four or five times a night, just like tossing and turning. Never, ever, never able to be comfortable. Yeah. Um it's called sleep apnea. I funny enough, I have, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. 
Yeah, no. uh, they're gonna they're gonna check that out. Which I, I didn't guess probably, that at random. They'll, they'll probably find out like, hey, you're 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 too fat to hey, breathe. Hey, hey, buddy, you're dying while you're asleep. Like your, 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 your fatness is covering up your your throat. <laughs> uh, so we need you to to not do that so you don't die. Um, yeah, you know, I have like a thing tomorrow where they'll like teach me how. I guess it's like a thing that you're supposed to plug in and it tests like your breathing and they get like the results like the next week or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you the results now. It's gonna be like, oh, you definitely have sleep apnea, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> like, it's just a, that's just the way it's gonna. It's what it's gonna say. Uh, that's the official America, doctor's note. You're, America doesn't talk like that anymore. It's gonna say you're fat. Yes. Uh, like, Here, take these pills. It's like, um, doc, my 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 right toes hurting. That's because you're fat. I'm like, yeah, you're fat. You take these sweat. pills. Yeah, here's here's some pills. Like, ah, oh, doc, you know I've been. <laughs> he just throws them at you. Here's some pills, you junkie. You're like, ah. I've, I've been having sinus issues. Oh, it's because you're it's the fatness. Because you're, you're, you're fat. It's you're problem. Fat. <laughs> yeah. Go run. <laughs> jog, jog around the block, fatty. <laughs> uh but yeah, so what what do you what else do you think about this game, man? Anything else that you can um call you know, any bad and good and ups and downs or what what else we got? Uh, it, it was interesting. Dallas kind of kept an extra body on Ricky and that really quieted him for large portions of the game. Uh, I'm interested to see if it's what others try to do in the league and just, just put an extra guy on him because it seems like he's the one everyone tries to get the ball to. Well, when you don't um, have to really guard anybody else, I mean, he can kind of put two bodies on him. And, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. It's, it's certainly a problem. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Cheech is out and, and Costa's out. So what are you going to do? And then also too, I, I completely forgot that um, that Legette was on Dallas now. Oh yeah. Like, oh. He's like, when did he go? When did he get there? I'm like, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. He's okay. Oh shit! I got I got something. One more thing I wanted to get down because I didn't put this on Twitter because I was like, hey, we do a show. If people want to hear it that bad, go listen to it on the show. I got some Jersey number updates for you. Oh you yeah, like that's right. Stuff? Since our last show, yeah. So uh, I don't know who made this decision. It seems like a wild, wild choice. But uh, Efrain Alvarez, your new number seven, uh, he's the seventeenth in history. Uh, Memo Rodriguez is the fourteenth. Yeah. Oh, it's, we're get, Believe me, we're gonna get there. Uh, Memo Rodriguez is the fourteenth number twenty. Chris Mavinga is the eleventh number seventeen. He's the first since Sebastian Legette left to uh, the New England Revolution. Uh, Tyler Boyd is the 17th number 11 and Dejan Jovalich is the 19th number nine, the most worn Jersey in, in the history of the club. 19. That's a lot. Of, that's, a lot of having, that's a lot of number nines in a, tw- in a 26 year history. Yeah. Club been a club, you know, club been around a while, Ed. Club's been around a while. It just seems like it, maybe it should be less than that. Uh, I think that number was popularized early enough where every, I mean, most every single season we had it, somebody was like, yeah, I'll take that shit. Your, your center forward was like, I'll be, I'll be the number nine. Yeah, I'll be the number nine. Yeah. And look, Hurtado took it as, you know, part of it is like Jorge Campos had it the first two years. And then as soon as he left, uh, 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 Hurtado took it and Hurtado had it for two games and then he got traded. So you're like right off the bat, you're a three. You're a yeah. three in the first, you know, two years. Two, two three years, yeah. Oh, I don't sense. remember who took it after him, so I'm gonna look that up real quick. All right, let me get into uh, anything else before we move on, Tucker. Oh, I was gonna ask you if you could guess who took it after Hurtado. Never gonna happen. Oh, I never. I would never. Who was who, who was it? 
uh, the young man named Jose Vasquez in 1998 after her daughter left. I would never guess that. And then after him was John Bones Jones in 1999. Back on top, baby. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that fight? Fuck that, dude. Don't tell him I said this. But uh, yeah, yeah, that guy would destroy me. He would beat me like I'm his wife. So yeah, fuck that guy. And then do do cocaine on the back of your bloody stuff, like bloody yeah. head. Yeah, because yeah, he's a piece of shit. So fuck him. Yeah, yeah no, champion. I got no love. I got no love for that dude. He's a champion again, so I guess everyone's gonna love him again. He beat Francis Ngannou. Yeah. No, he didn't. He beat. Sir- Did you watch that fight? Who do you Francis- beat? Francis isn't in isn't in UFC anymore. He's uh so he he's training some- to box uh, that big fury fuck. He be- beat some freshman. He beat Cyril Cyril Gon. Yeah, whatever. Gain, however you say his name. Choke that fool out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so moving on, we'll talk to we'll talk uh we have Big Tony's email. We wanna say thank you for him for for doing this to me. Now he's gonna make me speak French, which I'm not gonna uh-huh. I I barely I barely can read the English that he writes. Um, so this is gonna be pretty interesting. Good luck. Thank you. Um well as a French say Plus sans gens changer, plus sans la main chuse. You should stop this. Thank you. I'm trying to help you. Uh, which means the more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, yes, our French friends are gone, but the G's are still a disaster. Uh, well, maybe disaster is a little strong, but we certainly don't look great. Uh, I'm sure the guys have discussed this, so let's try. Let's get right into it. On Saturday, we saw the G's take uh, a lead in the 35th minute with a goal by Jovalich. Uh, with the great setup by Leardham. Uh Then it kind of fell apart. Dallas Burns scored right at the end of the half. Uh, Edwards allowed himself to be pushed off the ball, assumed he'd get a uh, a foul called, and Ariola set up Velasco for the easy goal. Uh, terrible, terrible job by, by Edwards. Uh, he has to play tougher than that, which, yeah, that brings a point. That dude was, like, constantly trying to get that that uh, that foul call, and it was like, it was not happening, dude. Uh, Terrible job by Edwards. He has to play tougher than that. Uh, The G's defense and midfield uh, choose not to mark or pick up the late runner on the far side, which of course resulted in a goal. Then in the second half, Ferrari put two more goals to give them, give the burn a three, one victory. Uh, I could break down what happened on those two goals, but what's the point? Just lay the blame at the feet, uh, at the feet of the defense and call it a day. So who predicted what? Well, Ed thought we would uh, somehow come out with a game win, uh, with a two-one win, while the four-time champion Chris didn't expect more than a draw. Producer Ben expected a loss, but thought the defense uh, might be a little better and only said two-one. While the amazing Pippi uh, predicted a four-three loss. Well, the four-three scoreline means that both Ben and Pippi have grabbed a point for the correct outcome, but neither that nailed goddamn dog. That goddamn dog. <laughs> but neither nailed the score uh, exactly. Uh, both are predicted a goal by Jovalich, so they end up with the season. They end up. They end up, well, sorry. So they opened the season with two points each. Richie got through seamlessly. I'm also doing this with my, on my glasses, so bear with me. Um, the listener predictions. Uh, welcome back to the listeners who played last year, and for the new ones that joined this year. We had 56 people participate, with 37 of them predicting a, a win and 13 a draw. Wow. Goddamn fools! <laughs> that left six who correctly predicted a loss. So <laughs> points to Alfalfa guy. Great name. Uh, Junior, Nick W, George Q, Ramses, and Uncle Dishwasher. Again, great name. Uh, these six get at least one point for the correctly predicting the loss. But uh, interesting, interestingly, no one of those six uh, predicted 
a goal from Jovalich. Only one of them per- correctly predicted the scoreline to get the bonus two points. Uh, but he also gambled and said Eric Zavaleta would be responsible for an own goal. Uh, wow. So that's a negative one. So two points for Alpha Alpha Guy. Uh, good job. You're leading the pack. Remember, everyone, you aren't required to call an own goal, only if you truly think it's going to happen. The link for Saturday's game will go out on Wednesday, so check uh, our Twitter. I think uh, uh, Big Tony just sends it out from our Twitter. So check mm-hmm. that Keep an eye on the links for those. Looking forward, on Saturday, the G's head to Kansas City to face the Wiz slash Wizards slash Sporting G's. Uh, wait, slash Sporting, sorry. G's, make up your mind already on your team name. That should be our new name, Sporting G's. Sporting G's, yeah. Uh, in the first two weeks, the Wiz lost to Portland 1-0 and drew with Colorado 0-0. Colorado. Uh, they haven't scored. They haven't scored. This English is not working out for you. No, it's not. Uh, they haven't scored a goal yet in the regular season. Uh, this wizard team may not be that good, uh, but they had an unremarkable pre- They had an unremarkable uh, preseason, getting tr- two draws and a win, with their only win being against Phoenix Rising. Uh, sure, it's only preseason, but their inability to keep the ball out of the net, six goals allowed in three preseason games, as well as their failure to score in the regular season, could be just what the G's need. Conversely, having the G's come to town with their uh, porous defense might be the tonic sporting needs to get their season going. Uh so you watch the game on Saturday. Who's going to happen? What's going to happen in Kansas City? Uh, the prediction order. We'll go over that later. Um, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Um, like Big Tony said, Kansas City not off to a great start. They haven't really been the Kansas City of of old, like a Peter Vermees, like high scoring team. You know, looking like they're going to make MLS Cup. You know, every year. Uh, they're definitely on we're, like a downside. We're not really throwing stones here, are we? No. No, I'm not really talking shit about that. Are I'm we? trying to drag people down with this. That's what gotcha. that's what's happening. Gotcha. Um, the last time LA beat Kansas City was the 7-2 win back in 2019. Uh, the last time LA beat Kansas City away was May of that year, so May of 2019. Uh, so it's been it's been a little bit since we beat them over there in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, Kansas City not really that, that dominant team that they once were. Uh, I think this is going to be either a chance for redemption for for the Galaxy. Or just another stop in a line of very, very long disappointments. What do you think? Uh, I don't think we get a win. I, 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 I think I'm going to carry over. I mean, we're not doing the game yet, are we? We're just talking about what we think is going to happen in the game. Yeah, yeah, we're just, we're just chit-chatting about the game. I think we're still getting the, the, the core group and guys together and, and kind of getting them familiar with how each other are going to play. And, you know, it's still tough with, with two of the starting pieces out, if you believe Costa is going to come back and, and get acclimated into the squad. Um, I I hope we're playing a, a more of a complete game. I think that's probably what Greg wants to see more than anything, whether it's a win or a loss, just that the team plays a full match um, at the same level and the same tempo that we, we obviously didn't see in the Dallas game. So I, I hope we see a better performance, obviously a more full and thorough performance, but I, I still don't think we're going to get a win. What about you? I want to be positive, but that means I'm probably going to be wrong. So uh, let me not you do that. manifest that shit, Ed. No, I tried to do that last week and look, look how that turned out. Doesn't work. <laughs> Didn't work. It did not work. I did not make my dream board for them to, to win. So uh, maybe I'll do that this week. I think uh, Tony hit it on the nail hit the nail on the head when he says that 
they haven't scored yet, which means they're gonna open up like a they're gonna just score a bunch of goals on us on Saturday. It, it might not be a bunch. It could just be one really early. Like I can see that. Like they they kick off really early. That's the real problem. Like that's a place where if you don't take that crowd out of it, they're gonna get on top of you and just kind of keep going at you the whole match. I still if feel like an, if it's an early goal that kind of yeah. wakes that whole crowd up, it could be pretty bad. I still feel like teams, you know, it's the Galaxy still they have a where these teams are just come on like, all right, so Galaxy, we got to play, you know, our best. So we always see these teams kind of up it up the tempo a little bit against us. I don't know, but it could be that we're just we've been feels bad. That way. Always feels that way. It just seems we could also just be a bad team, so that could also be the reason why teams look better against us. So, um, yeah, I'm a little worried, man. I'm a little worried that this is going to be another another bump, another another loss for us. So, um, I feel like I feel like uh. Kansas City's going to kind of get their mojo going, or at least get you know some points against this year. Yeah, I hear a little one. You hear the baby crying? Hey, little yeah, cutie. Hey, hey girl. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think I I I think we're going to maintain course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hope I'm wrong. Hope hopefully this is a nice breakout game and it gets the season kind of going and and starts to get our gears chugging along. Um, I'll take a draw to be honest. And and no, Kansas City is not great, but I'm not sure we are either. I have you know we haven't seen that we are. We haven't seen that full performance to lead you to believe. Oh, okay, well, yeah, we're back. Or oh, okay, we're on the road. I'm hoping from this match we just see progress, even if it is mm-hmm. a loss that that we're playing at a high level from beginning to end, and and you know we're making changes that are positive. That's part of the other problem in the Dallas game, you could see what they were doing. You could see what the plan was. And Greg didn't have a change for it. He didn't have a fix for it. Like I, I would like to see not only the players playing at a high level, but, but managing and coaching at a high level that, you know, can, can, can get us, over, if not necessarily get us over the line, at least, you know, get us moving in the right direction. Yeah. I think, I think someone pointed out on Twitter that um, Greg even kind of referenced that this is kind of how, um, Dallas was going to play, and still they were able to, to to somehow not be able to. Nothing stopped them. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, Greg is is learning. Should have had a and, couple more and, to be fair. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, it's it's always hard to to judge teams this early on too. Um, so I would, I you know, tend not to panic these this early in the season, but um, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling confident about this. So maybe that'll be a good thing for everyone that that will actually will actually win the game then. Yeah, if you want something to panic about, Chris Klein is still your president. Yeah, unfortunately, you panic about that shit. It's still, I think it's just they're it's the waiting game, man. They're just waiting for people to hopefully forget. Yeah, but I, I love it though. They can't make a post without people going after. Yeah, they had they they did their International Women's Day post, and you click on it, and you just see like you're the second most valuable club in the league. You don't have a women's team. You had a girls. You had a girls team, and you shuttered it quietly. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, do something for it. Yeah, you, know, you, we you, we stand with all of our fucking do something you, about you do something with it. You championed your your girls academy, and then within that same year, you shut it down. Shut them down. Yeah. People see through it, man. People are seeing through it more and more. Hopefully, hopefully. If you want to overreact to something, if you want to, if you want to get riled up early. So my question to you then is, uh, do we see lineup changes against Kansas City? 
I think Edwards could get dropped, but I don't even know sense. who you drop him for. Well, because like, that's the other problem. Well, yeah, because Gasper is uh, dealing with like a groin injury, I think. Yeah, he's injured. He won't, if, he won't be available. This Caligari guy, if he clears, he clears in time. He's played left back. No, he won't clear in time, dude. Good. What the fuck? You got an inside on on the P one visa lane? Well, no, it's just the Galaxy has never been. Well, no, I don't want to say never. It's been a long time since they've been able to clear <laughs> someone early, very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. But we announced him. We announced him what last week? Like they should have been in this process for a while. Could could be tomorrow. Well, was it? Greg yeah, said a couple days. I don't think he's going to play this weekend. But oh, oh, because he's so much worse than what we have. No, him, him landing, him landing, and not knowing anybody. He's going to barely gonna, speak in the language of some people. He's going to slot on the. He's going to slot on that game. Bro, let's do it. Send them to Kansas City. Let's go. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah. I don't. You, I don't know where. I, I, where would you put a? Where would you put a lineup? A lineup change. You take Efrain out. Didn't have a. Didn't have a great game, but had a couple flash moments. Um, maybe try to see what what Tyler Boyd can what start Boyd can Boyd, do as a yeah. starter. But I, I, I get I get that people seem to think I have an overblown view of how they've chosen to present Efrain Alvarez over the years. This isn't a, a recent thing. Over the years, I don't I don't know that they give him the number seven and then start dropping him right away. I don't I don't think that's going to be the case. So I think Efrain probably still starts. So I don't I don't know that there's any massive lineup changes probably save for Edwards if you can find a way out of if you can find a way out of playing him at left back. Yeah, but who who do you play as left back or you just drop to a three in the back? Lucas who will clear his P1 visa. No, I'm with you. I don't I I don't give predictions for guys who can't play like Then you still have then you stop leading him as your right back, so then that causes an issue too. Bro, you're fucked either way. Like your outside backs, you're fucked either way. <laughs> yeah. It's it's there, there's no. Well, I mean, come on. This is the this is the third left back Greg's bringing in. You know this. Mavinga is what the fifth center back we brought in. Six center back, something crazy. Like it's it, we we're just hoarding all these players until we get something that that works because we don't want to fire another coach. I get it. Um, the only lineup change that makes any sense is figuring out a way to not play Raheem Edwards, and it doesn't seem logically on the surface of it that we have someone to put in that spot so yeah I, I can't imagine if there's a roster change if there's a lineup change it's not going to be it won't be in in defense i imagine it would be in one of the wing positions but even there you're not really crazy deep you're just kind of subbing efren for maybe a, a a tyler boyd or or starting tyler boyd on the left instead of instead of memo but it's not there's, I don't think there's going to be any drastic changes, and it's too early for drastic changes. Give yeah. Edwards a chance to kind of play out of it, um, especially given that you don't really have any other options. Yeah, because I mean, um, you saw. I mean, we didn't even mention it on, on the, the game review, but you saw the debut of uh, Neil, and you saw the Judd come in in minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, good on them for for getting you know the the first uh, appearances here. Uh, hopefully, Absolutely. it's first of many. So. You know, I think you really don't have too many bench options, like you said, um, especially on the, on the wings. I mean, you have I, – I like what Judd does. I like what Judd brings, and I, I wish he would get more minutes, and I hope he does, um, especially in these in these games where, you know, Cheech is going to be out for six weeks or up to six weeks or whatever they said. Um, so <laughs> hopefully he can get some more minutes to show that, you know, what he can do because I, I think he does have something that – 
none of the other forwards do. He's he's taller. He can. He's a little more quick. Very I, think, I think. Yeah, a little more more physical. Um, so I definitely think he's a guy that you can bring on in the last like fifteen, you know, ten minutes when the when the defense are tired. So hopefully, hopefully, you we know, used, him, we used to call him an Alan Gordon type. Exactly. Exactly. We used to call him an Alan Gordon type. Just that guy where you're like, hey man, go fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Go see what you can do for a little bit. Go 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 look crazy. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully these guys get some more minutes. I, I like that. I like that. This is, might be a year where you see some of those guys who, who you kind of wanted to see get minutes, get minutes. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Johnny um, Perez is back. Johnny yeah. Perez is back. He'll be on the bench. Um, yeah. So hopefully we, you know, these guys can can continue to develop, and uh, we'll see because you know they think definitely they're going to be the the bench options once you know people come back, and so hopefully we can. Hopefully they can uh, they can contribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, predictions. Let's. Uh, I guess I go first. Yes, I am first, and then you second. Um, you said win. No, I don't think we're gonna win. I don't. I don't think. No, we, you I said think, we were gonna win against Dallas. I said we're gonna win against Dallas. That's crazy. I mean, you know what? I thought I thought they were gonna be okay. I didn't think Dallas would just continue can completely control uh, the game in the second half. So. I'm gonna go two one loss. No, you know what? I'm gonna go two nothing loss. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I I feel like this is a game where it's just gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad for us. I I uh, that was gonna be my pick. Uh, my pick was gonna be two nothing. But I will just for the sake of of slight interest, uh, I will go a two one loss. Uh, I don't think they're not good, but I, I'm not sure we are either. And uh, I, I, I think we're maybe beaten late. You know, maybe a similar situation where we're like one up, and then they equalize, and then we they end up getting one like the 80th, 75th, something like that. Um, we just don't have defensively. We haven't looked really. We haven't looked great in a while, and we can't repair what was a struggle from the last game. We kind of just have to roll with it. So it's tough. I, I don't know. It's just tough to see that, that, you know, Greg's turning it around in a week if he hasn't turned it around in, in two years. So I'll, I'll do two, one and. Hmm. I don't think Deja scores again as, as amazing as that would be. Uh, I'll give it a Ricky, maybe a penalty. So I'll give it a Ricky. I like I was thinking too, like they I was thinking maybe Kansas City goes up two goals in the first half and then late in the second, like you get a, a Judd goal. Like yeah, that's what I had in mind, but you know, Take I'm that. gonna I'm stick with my two nothing. I'm sticking yeah. with two nothing. Yeah. And then Ben will obviously he'll get the prediction through Big Tony, so we'll see what he says next week. Uh anything else before we move on, Tucker? I don't think so. Hopefully we're, you know, hopefully we're decent. Hopefully we're good. Great. Good game for Efrain to show up, show out. Yeah, hopefully. All right. So we're going to move on to the lightning round questions. Lightning round. Um, This one from absolute. I haven't read. I haven't read any of these, by the way. So uh, bear with me. Uh, Absolute unit. Is it sacrilege to kind of wish for a bad season if it helps get Klein out? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I always want them to win. I yeah, want it's, to win hard, it's hard to, 
it's hard to want your team to lose, even though you know, probably know for a fact that Klein probably still wouldn't be fired. That's the other problem. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell people that because I want them to protest. So they can try to get him fired. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's it's not. They've shown us that those the results on the field don't matter as far as whether he is employed or not. 2017. By the Galaxy. So yeah, that's how you get the answer is 2017. So yeah, to that point, I would rather we win and people understand the greater scope of what's wrong with having him lead and direct the club. Sorry, I just read the um, next question. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> so I, I, no, I don't want us to tank. And and mostly if we tank, it just means we're no fire Klein. We fire Greg and we start all over again. Yeah. The process starts all over again. This one from Holy crap at Stan. Fuck, Mary kill Hitler, bin Laden, Chris Klein. Wow. Um, I imagine I'd, I'd marry Klein. I don't know. I'd probably fuck Hitler. You gotta fuck Hitler, right? How else are you gonna make him pay for everything you did? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna make love to him. It's. It's not. Yeah. It's gonna be. The, gonna the be question horrific. is, it make love? Yeah. Oh yeah. no, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be awful. Pounding. I'm trying to get through the question like as, as best <laughs> I can, as logical I'm, as I can. I know. I'm trying to just not answer that question at all. Um, this one from GabDog19. Uh, why are we so ass? You and I? No, like I think the team. Uh, we are. Honestly, what I th- why I think we're, we're not in a great place. I think our, we're figureheaded as an organization by someone who can't be what the current administration would like him to be anymore. Um, Greg is bound to, we said it when he first got, got hired, Greg is bound to build and work around Chicharito. And it's difficult to do that because he, Greg has bosses and his bosses are going to want certain things and to, to appease them. He is going to have to uh, essentially build a squad around a guy who you, you, most teams in the league wouldn't build a squad around today. Um, that at least explains midfield and attack. Defensively, I don't think Greg is as good at building a defense as he thinks he is or perhaps that he was because he, he certainly had many struggles doing it here despite rotating out everyone except the blue chip prospect that we had, who's just been rotated out and we clearly didn't have a, a, you know, a replacement prepared to to have in his spot prior to him leaving. It's, it's a part of the greater culture. The short answer would be it's part of the greater culture that has taken over and seeped in over the last, you know, 10 years of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if it is broke, try to avoid acknowledging that it's broke as long as humanly possible. And then when you're forced to uh, try to have a quick repair job, or we'll, so just, we'll just blame someone else and it's getting fired and have, yeah, I mean, five different coaches. You keep starting the process over. Like mm-hmm. this is what happens. But you know, again, we said it when he, when he, when Greg first signed on, I was prepared to lose with him for a few years um, before I got too critical of his, of his reign and his regime. We're getting there. Yeah, We're I, certainly I think, getting I think there. the few years have passed for me. 
We're getting there. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is the end of what was the last year. So yeah. Um, this one from Michael Dallum. Has the FO turned the G's into the Smurfs? Having their main rival game at a college football stadium and then having fireworks right after to encourage sellouts. I would tell you to call it as you see it. Who else would have their home game against their biggest rival? Um, very, very far from their home because it is in the interests of other parties than their own supporters and their own fans. Call you, you got to call these fuckers how you see them, man. Like they're not interested in maintaining what the galaxy were. It's not a, it's not a priority anymore. If it's important to you, you know, you got to speak up about it, but it's, it's, it's very clear the direction they've decided to go. And you're, you're not a supporter. You're a customer. Your customer, yeah. Which is, you know, look, that's true of every team in the league. I, it's just if I'm going to be a customer, you should you should be discerning over the product that you're purchasing, because you're definitely a customer. But like the Sounders are a customer, the Sounders fans are customers, and and they're reigning Concacaf Champions League winners, first in Major League Soccer in this iteration of the tournament. LAFC fans are customers, but. Their customers are reigning MLS Cup champions, back-to-back Supporter Shield champions. They're customers too. Um, Austin FC, their fans are customers. They're in the Champions League, losing the Haitian clubs. Yeah, you know, haven't played. haven't played in a year. But if you're, you know, if you're a customer, like every other fan in of every other team in the league is a customer, you should be discerning about the product that you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. All right, this one from Uncle Dishwasher. Over under nine and a half goals for Chicha this season. Over, but I think just barely. Just a little. I think over. like 10, 11. Yeah. I don't have real high expectations at all. 12 popped in my mind. Hmm? 12 popped in my head. 12. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, 11, 12. I don't, I don't have the highest expectations in the world. I think we, I think we're in, in right off into the sunset territory. Yeah. Um, this one from I'm sorry I'm I'm not gonna know how to pronounce the name Lou eight ACC four I don't know what that um, this is not even a question but I appreciate it uh, love the show I save your episode until I'm done with the others it's a treat to the ears so we're we're like we're like the oral dessert he's like I want to get all the the good ones. reasonable information <laughs> the, the ones that have information in there I want to see I'm gonna listen to those ones first <laughs> then I want to round it out with. Would Chris rather fuck Hitler or Osama bin Laden? <laughs> Who would he kill or fuck? Who would he kill or fuck? This one from AEK six thousand. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I marry Klein? He's got that sweet money. He doesn't have to do anything for it. I mean, you could you would go to Galaxy Games for free, get all the merch for free. Yeah. Go, Dude. you know. Absolute job security. Yeah. Absolute job security. Do what you do whatever you want to do, and not uh-huh. have to worry about being fired. Come on. And in this economy, Ed, please. Yeah, that's sweet. That's pretty sweet. Uh, again, from AEK6000, uh, if Klein isn't going anywhere, how do we move forward? What do you mean? It's self-explanatory. Which is grand and bare. You keep, as a, what else, what are you going to do? Like, what do you mean? I don't, I, I might not understand. Well, so they're saying like, what? How do we move forward? Like, I guess if there is a uh, and a, a broken bond between the the team and the fans, like, how do you how do you mend that, or how do you move forward from 
from an awkward situation like fans protesting you and you know you were trying to get into good graces again or something remove Christopher Klein from the presidency of the LA galaxy and all is forgiven. There we go. You don't even have to fire him. You can move him into an AG position where he, where he fucks off up there and can still sit on all his little boards in major league soccer. He can still do all that. He just doesn't have to be involved in the running of the galaxy. Like, I don't, I don't understand why this guy who has failed the team for a decade has to be involved in the running of the galaxy. Like, I don't understand that. At a minimum, if they wanted, if they wanted progress, Dan Beckerman, Chris Klein's boss, w- could come out and say, "Hey, here's why what he's done over the last ten years deserves to still run the organization." Yeah, give us a reason why he's. What's the parameters of his job, and why are they? Why, why has he met them? Yeah. Or how has he met them? You get to. They've chosen to say nothing. Mm-hmm. They've chosen to have Greg and and Chris for a couple lines. Chris talk about how it hurts his feelings. You not as, what he's done, not what he's done to maintain that job or why he should stay in that job. Just that the supporters groups not wanting him around hurts his feelings and he's committed to the running of the team. Not, well, I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. Here's, here's categorical evidence of the things I've done for the reason AEG believes I should still be in that job. Why I believe that I'm the right person to run the organization. Here's a list of my accomplishments and why I feel I deserve to keep running this organization. If they think I shouldn't keep running this organization, they should tell you why. Not that we're not going to do that. What we're going to say is the supporter groups don't want me around and that hurts, but I'm committed, blah, 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 blah. And then you're going to have Greg Vanny say, well, look, Chris isn't going anywhere. If they wanted it smoothed though, if they genuinely wanted it smoothed over, if they genuinely wanted all pe- all parties to be able to come together and, and, and have some progress together to move forward in a way that benefits everyone, they could explain why it has to be him because the supporters groups have explained why it shouldn't be him. But at some point, the club could say, here's why it has to be Chris Klein. Here's the reason the supporter groups are wrong. They can't do that. Because nobody gives a fuck about their spreadsheets and nobody gives a fuck about it, about their bank balance. And we should. I understand that we should. I understand that that's a part of the game and that's a part of the business of soccer. So, yes, we should care about that. I totally understand that. But they also understand that we don't. They definitely understand that we don't give a fuck about that. That's why we don't know how much he got for signing an exclusive sperm bank sponsor. That's why we don't know how much we got for that because he knows we don't give a shit about it. Yeah. It's, it's still gotta be one of the weirdest sponsors that we've ever had on this team. It's not even surprising. It's not even surprising. <laughs> They're literally jizzing all over you guys. Well, it's, it's wherever, wherever we can make a dime. Yeah. Like wherever we can make a dime. I saw Eric. Uh, <laughs> just the, the official he sperm was, bank of anything is just is just so odd to me. Well, the hammer posted. He was like, uh, you know, they say the reason Klein got re-upped is because of sponsorships. But I noticed in in our week one for us, we're one of the only teams in the league without a sleeve sponsor. And it's like, well, do you think we'll make it to the end of the season without a sleeve sponsor? Probably not, right? Seems more likely, if anything, they're hoping all these people buy whatever these new kits are called, the the LA kit, that all these people are going to buy the LA kit. And then after they get all the shine and all the press from that, then they'll release a new one that has the new sleeve sponsor and have, and they'll give the sponsorship away for free. You can go in and they'll, they'll press it for you for free, almost certainly, but they'll get to drum up all the interest in their Jersey sales. Again, it's more likely what's going to happen. Do it. We don't have a sleeve sponsor. You are correct. How many teams in the league have a sperm bank sponsor? The galaxy. Yeah. That's why it's about sponsorships. 
We're number one somewhere. I, I don't even understand why we have to argue with people about shit like this. It's crazy to me. I'm not saying, hey, Chris Klein should be fired. Take my word on it. But it's like, you guys watch this shit, right? You pay attention to this shit, right? I mean, I, I would say a lot of the fans who are are part of the club now have been just during this, this Klein era. So they've, they've known nothing but the Klein debacle. Bro, Erica tells yet, me still, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Erica's like, why do you do this? And I was like, I, I believe me, we used to be good. I swear to God, I we swear. used to be good. We were good Let me show point. you. I'll show you the games. I have them. We used to be good. But like for the entire time I've known her, we've been we've been fucking terrible. They do nothing but cause me misery. Yeah. On that note, sir, hopefully the the galaxy don't <laughs> uh, don't disappoint us this weekend, and and we can have a a, a nice and and fun weekend with the good. We win. both we we both predicted a loss. <laughs> So, just yeah. to temper those expectations. Well, look if you, if you you just keep them low and you just never disappointed, right? Hey, when they go low, we go lower. America. That's how we do. That's how we do. On that note, sir, anything else before we head out of here? Not that I can remember. It's late. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully. And are we back weekly? Is that what's happening? We're trying. We're like- trying. We're trying. Last week was a little bit of uh, you know, I had stuff going on, so I was really busy last week, but we're trying, we're trying to get these out weekly. You look, you look more tired than I do. And you're three hours in the past. (laughs) No, I'm really not. I actually, so I've been doing this thing where, uh, I was like listening to some like podcasts where they're like, uh, try to drink a cup of water and then wait about an hour till after you've woken up to drink your coffee. So I've been trying to do that. And I feel like better. I don't feel as tired. So I'm trying to do things where, it helped that me. wasn't even Ed. That wasn't even in relation to what I was talking about. You said That's I was how I tired. Know you're tired. Yeah, you look tired as shit. What does that no, got to do with you drinking? Coffee? I always. This is oh, how I've God. always looked. You yeah. just. You just never looked at me here. You looked at me here. It was never here. <laughs> You've been about okay. my goodies, but not about yeah. my eyes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. I. I'm just, I love you, and I hope you get some rest. That's all I'm saying. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah. I hope you gotta do that like cucumber over your eyes. It looked like Denise is boxing you. I have like two black eyes. I have like the the mask that she was given. Okay, that might be. I'm gonna gonna use those. Yeah, you might need you might need to do that to get the puffy. You got got the inflammation. But see, here's the thing: is because you oh you've always seen me with the glasses on, so it kind of covers it a little bit. So you don't really get to see that. Bro, I can see it through the glasses. You don't know. I saw. Let me tell you this: I saw it the moment you sent me the Zoom link. And I clicked in. I was like, oh, my God, he's not sleeping at all. <laughs> you don't know nothing. What do you know? <laughs> I love you, sir. I love you, buddy. All right. We'll nice talk to you guys you. next week. Bye. Ooh.